Black True Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by Black offenders. It is a podcast that everyone and anyone is welcome to enjoy, but it's also a podcast that may not be welcomed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black True Crime. Hello, 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 everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Happy 2021. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Kayla, your host. And I'm Kristen, her guest, her 24-7 guest. I was about to say, she's just going to probably be here every time. <laughs> so we should just get used to each other. It's me, guys. I'm back. Um, I just want to say apologize to you guys profusely for the 1000th time because i just have no consistent bone in my body other than being inconsistent <laughs> and i'm trying to get better at that and i'm trying to use kristen as my accountability partner but her schedule's out of whack as well as mine so we're gonna get this figured out guys just keep hanging out with us don't unfollow us and if you do unfollow us on instagram forget you you were never a real one in the first don't place. come back <laughs> Just kidding. If you have never followed us, follow us at Black True Crime Podcast. There's other shit that goes on. Black True Crime, Black True Crime, Black True Crime, Black True Crime. Ooh, say that three times fast. I'm editing that out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're on a tight schedule today. Um, So I have a case for you guys that I found and I thought was completely disgusting and it made me sick to my stomach per the usual i'm not ready and i like to share with you guys and traumatize kristen my stomach hurts already i hate seeing the worst of people well kristen the worst of people is usually who they are i hate seeing who people are (laughs) (laughs) i can't they just hide themselves away yeah and this case is just honestly it's horrendous so let's just get right into it So you guys, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I was able to go back because you guys know I always go back and try to find more information to add. And I did. And because we were on such a tight schedule when we recorded this, I will be adding extra parts to this episode, just going more into detail about certain aspects of the case. So just bear with us, which I already know you're going to do because you're the bomb. And let's get started. We've all had a best friend, and we've all lost one, whether it's been because of moving away, an irreversible argument, or just simply growing apart. But rarely do these types of relationships end in murder. Join us as we discuss the dark, desirous downfall of Tiffany Hall. Tiffany Hall was born in 1982 in East St. Louis, Illinois, to her mother, Beverly Cruz, and her father, who is completely unknown. You may have heard of St. Louis, or at least St. Louis, Missouri, but not East St. Louis. We're from St. Louis. Kristen, stop reading the notes. (laughs) I'm all in it. I was about to say, woot, woot. (laughs) (laughs) Stop reading the damn notes. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) You guys may have heard of St. Louis, Missouri. That's where the arch is, and that's where Kristen and I were born. Yes, indeed. But East St. Louis is actually in Illinois, and it's kind of on the border of St. Louis and, I mean, of Missouri and Illinois. Yes. 
either way, both of them are kind of shit to live in if you're not making over $100,000 a year, to be honest. Absolutely. And East St. Louis is more so on the poverty, unemployment, crime side, just overall struggleville. Mm -hmm. And that's where Tiffany grew up. Um, she grew up in a very enough rough neighborhood, which can be extremely hard for a little girl at her age, but she wasn't going through it alone, so it made it a little easier for her. Who was she going through it with? She was lucky enough to make a friend, mm -hmm. turned best friend, mm -hmm. turned damn near lifelong friend, Aww. and her name was Jamila Tunstall. Okay. Probably said her last name wrong. I All wrong. Because what you was don't that? Know. You don't know. I didn't even know how to spell it from how you said it. Tunstall. Okay. We're not going to dwell. <laughs> And Jamila was a, like a little less than a year younger than Tiffany. Mm. Either way, they were inseparable. Apparently, they called each other cousins. People thought they were actual Oh, yeah, that's family. my cousin. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly, because they spent so much time together. Mm -hmm. And in the area where you're growing up and you have to constantly be paying attention to what's going on around you, it's really good to grow up with someone that you feel like you can trust. And that's what they had, which is, you know, cute. Super cute. Which is what I have with Kristen. Yeah. We're hotel blood related. Yeah. But, you know, same mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But like many other things that change over time, friendships change too. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. And as they started getting older, things changed like their age, puberty. Oh, beast. And because of puberty, how you look. So homegirl Jamila started to receive a lot more attention from, yeah, you guessed it, Boys. boys mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you read this? Did you read no. this? No. Oh, I'm okay. looking you dead in your eyes <laughs> at all really times. Really so Jamila was like a little light skinned thing. You mm. know what I'm saying? She was light Colorism is real, y'all. I literally wrote in here fucking colorism. It's real. So she was like, you know, a little, she was petite, and Tiffany was more chocolate and on the thicker side. Ooh, you know, thick, so, thick, 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 thick. Mm, she did. Thick, 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 thick. No copyright. I don't know how that fucking works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, this made Tiffany feel, you know, a little bit bad about herself, yeah. just a little bit more self-conscious, and it put a strain on their relationship. I want to take the time here to point out that this is when Tiffany started to get in trouble, in real trouble, and not just at home. So much so that in 1996, Tiffany was 14, and in August... She was sentenced to a year of probation on a domestic battery count that accused her of kicking her mother in the legs. And just a month later, officials tried to revoke the probation because Tiffany wasn't going to school. She was skipping curfew. She skipped a drug test. And basically, she was just showing her whole ass. The judge ordered her home study and counseling, but they allowed her to stay home. In October 1996, Tiffany ended up going to the Department of Corrections for an open-ended term with the judge stating the reasoning, quote, necessary to ensure the protection of the public from the consequences of the criminal activity of the respondent minor. She was freed in 1997, uh, May of 1997. So there's kind of a pattern of violence that's starting to pop up. Okay, let's get back to it. And then at 15 years old, Jamila became pregnant. Oh, with her first child. Good lord. Not passing any judgment. No, not at all. But, but what's damn. going on? Right. Like so I'm showing oh, Christian a picture of Jamila right now. As could be. Just adorable, you know. Literally cute as a button. Adorable. Okay, another little interruption. Jamila was raised partially with her mother, 
but she also spent a lot of time in and out of foster homes. We'll talk a little bit more about some of her foster parents later on, but yes, she was in and out of foster homes when she was a young girl, so her life was difficult. It was difficult. So, oh, let me show you Tiffany. And she's praying, man. Good God! Oh, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for her wig. I wasn't ready <laughs> at all. Yeah, the wig is fucking horrendous. She's a beautiful girl. You know, she is she's a, a beautiful little chunk girl. chunk, but Who she's pretty. Who gives a shit? Right. But it's like literally, she's literally like young. Yeah. It's her baby fat. And yeah. she's cute. And her lip gloss was popping. Her lip gloss was cool. All of that. I just wasn't ready for her wig, y'all. I wasn't ready. You'll see the picture on the Instagram. So Tiffany was happy for her. That was her best friend, you know? But naturally, she wanted to be pregnant at the same time as her best friend slash cousin slash, like, sister. You Mind know? you, Tiffany was younger than her, too, yeah, right? Yeah, she was 15. No, Jamil, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jamila was younger than Tiffany. Tiffany. She was 15. Tiffany's a chocolate one. Correct, correct. Yeah, okay. So a couple months later, that became true, and Tiffany was pregnant. Where are they finding these people these to impregnate them? I don't know. I'm like, Tiffany, how did you purposely get someone to impregnate you? She had options, clearly. Well, good for her. Good Absolutely. For her. So unfortunately, like a lot of men, the fathers were like, bye. Right. And ditched them because they were also children. Mm -hmm. So they really had to rely on each other and that just strengthened their bond even more. And within a few months, each girl gave birth. Wow. Jamila gave birth to a healthy baby boy named Demond. And Tiffany gave birth to a little girl whose name I could not find anywhere. What? I know. It was weird. But she had special needs. And I couldn't find out exactly what needs it was. The assistant attorney, he said that the baby was, like, slow. Okay. So, which I don't like calling the child. Slow. Slow. Right. So, you know, developmental needs. Underdeveloped. Exactly. And this made Tiffany feel a bit inadequate. Of course. And she felt like she needed to get pregnant again immediately so she could have her perfect baby just like Jamila had, you know? It this was... is why you don't get pregnant <laughs> when you're young. Because <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. And also you don't, like, try to compete with other people. Hello, mm. including someone you love. And let's friend. just talk about the trauma of birth. Me and Kristen have not experienced it, but good God. And then you want to go and do it again? Again, like immediately? No thanks. Girl. So she found herself a new man, mm -hmm. got pregnant again, got left again. Mm -hmm. But that didn't even phase her because she was so like focused on having a healthy baby. That's what she wanted. And she gave birth to another baby girl named I could not fucking find mm -hmm. and seemed to be happy until two months later, the Child Protective Services had to get involved. Uh-oh. Yeah. Apparently, Tiffany's young baby was showing signs of shaken baby syndrome, which oh, is no. abuse. That's yeah. abuse. And guys, it may have been even worse than they initially thought. According to Tiffany's mother, Beverly Cruz, Tiffany returned home with the baby and the baby looked, quote, like a rag doll, completely limp. So, yeah, something was happening. I don't exactly know what, but we'll talk more about that in a second she was developing slowly because of it she had like you know physical ailments to where she just wasn't developing the right way physically because of that mm -hmm. and so 
CPS had to take the children away from Tiffany. Both of them. Yes, both of the children. And they were gone for a year while CPS was investigating the physical abuse. But since they couldn't really prove that there was physical abuse, like Tiffany gave them a story and they were just like, well, you know. So they put them damn babies back in her home. Yeah, because CPS, they say they want to protect the children, but they also want to keep the families together. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of just like, I think, honestly, a contradiction. And they're saving their own asses. Yeah. From liabilities and lawsuits and things of that nature. I mean, they would if they were doing that, they wouldn't have put them damn kids back in her house. But and to be more precise, they returned one of her children back to her custody. I believe her oldest, and then the younger child they did not put back into the home with Tiffany until two thousand and two, and I believe the child around then was at least four or five. So yeah, they did. They did find her fit to raise the children and that the children were no longer in danger at this time. Now, I do want to point out that Jamila also had her children taken away from her for some time. I couldn't find out the exact reasonings or anything like that. All I know is that according to her family, she loved her children despite everything and worked really hard to get them back, which she was able to. And you have to remember, these girls are very, very young still at this point. They're still like in their teens. So it's easier said than done when it's not you, right? All right. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So dealing with her disabled children, seeing Jamila's life moving forward in the right direction, all of these things were just really getting to Tiffany. She was not, she wasn't handling it well. Let's just say that. Right. Oh, and Jamila even started dating a new guy named Sean Smith, who wasn't like the other guys they had dated before. He actually treated her amazingly. They said he treated her like a princess, and he actually decided to stick around. Mm -hmm. Jamila soon became pregnant with her second son and gave birth, I think his name's Ivan, Mm -hmm. and gave birth to a beautiful boy in early 2004. Mm. One year later... Jamila became pregnant again. Damn. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't even one year later. One year later, she gave birth to another baby. So So she got pregnant within months. They was popping them out. Like Skittles and pets. At this point, how old is she? Like 17? Um, Yeah. 2004, she was... Kristen, don't even even ask me about... (laughs) Literally. We need to do a timeline one day. You're disrespectful. (laughs) Asking You're the one math. who did the fucking research. Asking me to do math at ages is absolutely not. <laughs> a two-year difference. Yeah. The most she was was 17. The least she was was 16. Because it was if a year later. But if they were born in 82. 82 to 04? That's what you're trying to do? 82 to 04 is... That's 22. 22. Okay. So she was 22. And she was born in 83 because Tiffy was born in 82. Okay, so she's 21, 21 when she had her third child. When she had her third child. Good lord. Yeah, she's she's not wasting any time. At this point, Tiffany is still alone and desperate for <laughs> a piece, just a piece of the beautiful life that Jamila is, you know, creating for herself. Wow. And I, for this whole time, I'm always wondering, does Jamila notice that Tiffany is, like, being so coveting of her life and jealous and just, like, eyeball twitching you know what i'm saying because she's still like or is she overlooking it because she loves her friend she's known her since she was like a little girl Mm -hmm. soon after the birth of jamila's third child 
Tiffany starts taking classes at a junior college in order to like care for people. So I think it was either like a CNA or nursing assistant program, something like that. Mm -hmm. She also started dating a Navy man who seemed like a good guy, just like Sean, someone who actually decided to stick around this time. Okay. So she was starting to get, you know. What she wanted. Exactly. Taking steps into the right direction. Mm -hmm. But. He soon had to be called back to duty because that's what Navy men do. They have to work. Mm -hmm. And he had to leave her. And then guess what happened very soon after that? Did she have another baby? Did who have another baby? Tiffity. (laughs) Tiffity? No. (laughs) Jamila got pregnant again. Fuck, leave! (laughs) I can't deal with all these children. Yeah. And she's not even married. I mean, fuck that. But like, damn, four kids? Mm -hmm. Okay. I've processed it. I'm over it. (laughs) Whatever. Four kids. Good for her. You know, fertile myrtle over here. All around the place. She doesn't care. She's popping them out. I guess she can take care of them. Her and that man. Yeah, and they're happy. They're happy. They're happy. So this is around the time that Tiffany starts paying extra close attention at her classes, you know, at junior college. And she starts learning about how to deliver a baby. She starts watching videos about birthing and C-sections. And she even bought some medical supplies in order to help with those type of procedures. So, So months have gone by. And in September 2006, Jamila is now seven months pregnant. On September 15, 2006, Tiffany asked Jamila to come over to the house, something she'd done 110 times, because I best friends, you know? My God, my stomach just dropped. Yeah, it did. But this time would differ brutally than the other times. Once Jamila was in the home, Tiffany hit her in the head multiple times with a leg from a table knocking her out. She then duct taped Jamila's hands together and put her body in the bathtub where she started to cut into her womb. Yeah. Taking out her baby. Are you serious? I'm dead ass. She just cut open her so-called best friend to take out her baby. Yeah. So she was going to keep the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bitch is crazy. Thank I would you. never do something like that. But like on the other hand, it's like, damn, Jamila, can you like calm down for two seconds? But it's her life. Let your She's pussy rest. To the what? Let's, sorry. It's not Tiffany's pussy. No, I'm talking about Jamila. I'm That's saying let like, Jamila's oh, pussy rest. Oh, you're talking rest. to Jamila. Yes, okay, I'm talking okay. to Jamila well, from Tiffany. I am Tiffany. Okay, well, I'm talking to Tiffany from Kayla. Tiffany's not your pussy. It's Jamila's. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> if she wants to keep popping it, she can keep That's popping it. That's what she it. can keep doing. And it's not your business to go over there and take her baby. Exactly. So... Oh my God. When Jamila regained consciousness, she saw Tiffany cutting into her. And Tiffany was using like a pair of scissors. Yeah, we know she was. Some kitchen scissors. Not even. She bought, she bought some medical scissors. Oh, she scissors. bought the like, scissors? I think those, those are one of the things she bought. Okay. I, I know she even, didn't disinfect them. She was. No, she probably didn't, dirty ass. I can't even imagine the pain and the terror. How scared. Literally just got that feeling behind my ear. Yeah. Well, you want to pass out? (laughs) I want to pass out. (laughs) Yeah. According to Tiffany, Jamila was still alive when she removed the baby from her womb. But she died shortly after because of the ridiculous amount of blood she lost. And she was only 23 years old when she died. With all them kids left behind. Three kids. Because of Tiffany's jealous ass. Three kids left behind. Tiffany did everything she could to save the baby, but unfortunately, the baby died as well. Duh, you dummy. Yeah, you dumb bitch. 
It was a preemie. It was seven months. Wow. I mean, it still could have survived, but like, yeah, who but are you? No shit. You're not an OBGYN. And all the trauma that the mother was going to going through, you know what I'm saying? She probably passed even, that down to the baby. I don't even know. I can't even. I can't even stomach it. Baby was cold. Lord, Kristen, don't don't take me there. Tiffany then put Jamila's body in a big plastic tote and dragged her down to the basement of the house. So now the whole reason for all her planning and plotting was dead too, the baby. So she had to think of something quick to cover her tracks. She decided to take the body of Jamila's baby to a park close to her home and proceeded to call the police, claiming that she'd been sexually assaulted and delivered the baby. She's the stupidest. Okay. <laughs> all right. At this point, you have no excuse. You're not 17 anymore. You're not 18. You're bitch, you're grown. And You're oh, stupid. I forgot to tell you guys that Tiffany was pretending to be pregnant this whole entire time. <laughs> so, so she was pretending like when Jamila when Jamila got pregnant, maybe like a month after, she's like, "Oh, I'm pregnant too." She was premeditating. Yeah, like she was getting a crib. She had a crib ready for the baby. She was like getting clothes for the baby. She was talking about preparations for the birth and everything like that. Doing all this stuff. Wow, sick. Yeah. So EMTs arrived and transported her and the baby to the hospital. And when she got there, she refused to tell the police the full story of what had happened to her. She wouldn't give them any clues as to who may have done it to her. Basically, she was combative as hell and not co cooperating at all. She even refused to let the, the medical personnel examine her. Because right. like, if you've been sexually assaulted, we can get DNA and stuff like that. She's like, nah, don't touch me. Kayla, if she had a baby, her vagina would be wide open. She would be hanging... Gaping open. Yeah. Bleeding down her leg. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Delivered a bit. Chabu. Oh, she's so dumb. Obviously, the baby was declared dead. And for the next few days, while police tried to investigate the quote-unquote attack, Tiffany was busy planning a funeral for her quote-unquote baby. While Jamila is running away in her basement. Yeah. She also went about life completely normal, taking care of her own daughter, talking with her daughter's teachers about schoolwork, just acting like nothing fucking happened. Now it's been a couple days since anyone has heard from Jamila. And you know, her boyfriend, Sean, they were very close and everything. So mm -hmm. he started to get worried. And he's like, okay, well, she's probably just hanging out with her best friend, Tiffany. She was. So let me contact Tiffany. Mm -hmm. So he contacts Tiffany. Hey, where has Jamila been? You know, the kids have been asking for her. Mm -hmm. Tiffany said, oh, crap, I have to do something to, like, you know, take the heat off of me because, damn it, didn't even think about them at all. These are probably her god sons and daughters by now. Like, yeah, like she's she been, just doesn't she's care. She's known them their entire lives. And she just doesn't care. So Tiffany had to think of something quick. Okay. So she decided to tell Sean that Jamila was done with him. She had found a new man. She was moving on. She didn't even want to fucking see his ugly dirty face she or her kids that. faces no she did want to see her kids faces because she told sean that jamila told her to go pick up the kids oh wow yeah so they didn't have you know so she didn't have to see him and sean's completely fucking confused because he's like we didn't have any issues we weren't we didn't have an argument or anything like that mm -hmm. but he knew tiffany had taken care of the kids multiple times before so it wasn't abnormal for him to take to, you know, to let her take the kids with her. No, Sean, no. So on September 18th, 2006, Tiffany drove to Jamila and Sean's house, picked up the children, and took them back to her house. No. And the whole day, Tiffany hung out with the kids. You know, she took care of them, made sure they were fed, just like any other time she hung out with them or took care of them. 
until nighttime came. No. God help us. Tiffany went to the bathroom, filled up the bathtub, the same tub that she, she killed, killed their mama. Yep. Killed Jamila in three days prior and drowned seven-year-old Damon, three-year-old Ivan, and two-year-old Janilla, one by one. Yeah. Okay, let's pause for a moment of silence. Mm -hmm. Because this is disgusting. Yeah. Children. Why would she do that? Like, what was the point of doing that? So she, in her fucked up brain, she said, well, if the kids stop asking about their mother, no one will worry, wonder where she is or care about what happened to her. But bitch, now they're worrying about where the kids are. And they mama. And you the last one to see the kids. And they mama. Did you forget about the boyfriend? Yeah, she is just not. Yeah, she wasn't all wrong. the way there. She wasn't all the way there. Um, we'll get to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. She then wrapped their little bodies in towels, drove back to Jamila's apartment, and put their bodies in the washer and dryer. Yeah. Chris's mouth is dropped open, you guys. Yeah. Kayla. Mm-hmm. She put them in the washer and the dryer. Mm -hmm. I need to beat somebody's ass. Yeah, I'm sick. Specifically hers. I, I feel sick. On the day of Jamila's unborn baby's funeral, Tiffany called her Navy boyfriend and decided to tell him, because he remember he was deployed, he was at work, and she decided to tell him that their child that she said she was pregnant with was stillborn. So naturally, he's like, oh, my God, you know, we lost our child. I'm going to come home immediately. So he comes home. And she basically just freaks out and just, like, tells him everything. Well, not everything. She told him that she was never really pregnant. She killed Jamila and stole her baby to claim as her own. So her boyfriend was naturally, like, completely shocked and, like, what the actual fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Tiffany still went to the funeral. She left for the funeral. Got left for the funeral of what? The baby? Yeah. Got a funeral to go to of our child. And wow. Tiffany's boyfriend's like, no, I'm going to the police. And he contacted the St. Louis police. Because have you lost your everlasting mind? Yeah, she has. You dropped that type of bomb on me? You expect me to shut my mouth, keep my mouth shut? Yeah, he, she did. <laughs> That's when authorities became concerned and started looking for Jamila's other children. Because according to Sean, Tiffany was the last person to, to see, see them. them. Oh, they went no. to Jamila's apartment to look for pictures that they could release to the public of the children and saw no signs of a struggle or anything suspicious. Mm -hmm. So they arrested Tiffany, and she confessed to everything this time. She told them that they could find Jamila's body in an empty lot near her apartment, near Jamila's apartment, which they found on Thursday, September 21st, and that the children were in the washer and dryer inside mm -hmm. Jamila's apartment. Mm -hmm. Police said by Saturday they could find the bodies just based on the smell. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Damon, the oldest, was found in the dryer, and the two little ones were in the washer. Two of the children were completely nude, and one was only in underwear. My God. I could fucking throw up right here, right now. And this is the type of people that live in the world. Yep. These are the type of humans we have. Yep. She was held on a $5 million bond. Ah, uh, you think? Stupid bitch. Matter of fact, no bond, bitch. No. They gave it to her because she can't. She can't. Because ain't no dog on wall. She can't pay a no million, million dollars for each person she killed. Wow. 
In her first court appearance via video, she was charged with the murders of Jamila and her unborn baby, to which she pled not guilty. <gasps> but you confessed. And even though she had confessed to the murders of Jamila's three children as well, she was not charged with them. Why wasn't she charged? She Kayla? wasn't charged off rip because, you know, sometimes they like to charge you with what they have what the strongest substantial evidence, evidence on. on. And then if things fall through with that, then they they'll can. charge you for the others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. The judge appointed her a public defender named Randy Kelly, who almost immediately requested that Tiffany's murderous ass undergo a psychological evaluation to see if she was fit to stand trial, to see if she was sane at the time of the murders. Yada, yada, Because you sound crazy. Yeah. The bitch was not all the way there. Randy also requested that she be in put in protective custody. She belongs in jail. Guilty. Kiss my ass. How about that? <laughs> the psyche eval results showed that although she had some unresolved mental health issues, which is like, hello, everybody every, does. Everybody, I does. do. As I'm sitting I'm here raising, talking to I'm you, I'm raising my hand. Yeah, her hand's right in front of the microphone. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and she had an IQ in the mid seventies, which sounds bad. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what IQ the, numbers the are. IQ, you know what? The Let's IQ the, the ice cube numbers? I have no idea. I think 40 is mentally retarded. I hate that, but... I'm looking it up right that now. That term, guys. I hate that term. But yes, let's see. Below 70 is was considered a benchmark for mental retardation. Okay. Meaning so they, she knew what she was doing. Yes. So they saw that she was saying if it's Dan Child. On Monday, June 9, 2008, Tiffany pled guilty to all five of the murders to avoid the death penalty. Mm, mm, mm. She was sentenced to four life sentences plus 60 years for the murder of Jamila's unborn baby. Right. So all those classes Tiffany took, all those videos she'd watched, all the medical equipment she'd bought were in preparation to do exactly what she did. And what she, she did. knew what she was doing. She was pre meditating yep. the murder of Jamila to take her baby. Yep. Yep. And then she and, killed her kids. Mm -hmm. And what was her explanation, you may ask? Ooh. According to Tiffany, she wanted a, quote, baby that wasn't broken. Tiffany also said that her only regret was that the unborn baby didn't survive. Like that for me, it's like, okay, only a cl clinically insane person would say something like that. Yeah but also a straight fucking evil, maniacally sadistic, narcissistic person may say something like that as well. Yeah. And I'm kind of like just thinking about, okay, when people are children, mm -hmm. they have these innate instincts to just, you know, if they're angry, they're 100% angry. If they're happy, they're 100% happy. So yeah. in a sense, she kind of is childlike, but yeah. she took the most evil parts of her and the most hateful parts of her and just and magnified them. 100% mm -hmm. like a child. Yeah. But why those parts of you? That's what I don't understand. I don't understand. That's why either. I'm not going to give to you, Tiffany, you evil person. And the thing that that really gets me is like she she had a healthy baby girl. Right. Her second child was a healthy baby girl. You the one who broke her, exactly, Tiffany. Exactly. With your physical abuse, you dickhead. So just something ain't right. No. But wow. it doesn't end there. I need some water. <laughs> and a drink. <laughs> a shot. Oh, God. In September of 2008, Tiffany tried to withdraw her guilty plea. Girl, bye. And the judge was like, um... Kick fucking rocks. You could fucking rock. Right. Lucky you didn't get the death penalty. Yeah. 
Then in 2012, she filed a petition for post-conviction relief and asked to have a new defense attorney assigned, claiming that Randy, old Rand, did not... <laughs> Whoa. Did not do... <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't do you know, know him? I felt like I did. Disappointment. Um, claiming that Randy did not do enough to investigate the state of her mental health. The judge dismissed that claim as well. Great. The case was then sent to a different judge in 2015 who also agreed and said that Tiffany never claimed that her confessions were co coerced or involuntary. Mm -hmm. And this fact undermined her claims of ineffective representation. Okay. In other words, it wasn't Randy's fault. You decided to confess. Right. You fucking twat waffle. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So without giving you a full-blown legal jargon headache, the judges decided that Tiffany may have pled innocent if her counsel gave her the appropriate options at the time, basically claiming counsel was lazy, not necessarily ineffective. And that her appellate lawyers also did not present evidence that could or could not have helped her case and decided to give the team a deadline extension to submit new information, but it never materialized. Basically, they never submitted anything. Mm. So now nothing's really happening with her case. Everything's just pretty much stalled at this point. What and are they going to submit? What new information? I have no idea. I mean, maybe in regards to like her mental state at the time, mm. her health, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, this is a hot ass mess. And regardless of what the courts have to say, five people are dead. And we know it was because of Tiffany Hall. That's all. And four of them were innocents. The babies. Bitch. Jamila was innocent. Yeah, but I'm just saying she's grown. Like, I'm talking about, I'm just saying babies. I who, mean, I get it. Jamila, like, yes, was innocent. Yes. But when I, when I mean innocence, I mean, like, the children yeah, who literally yeah. are literally innocent. Like, yeah. what did they do? You know, Jamila was the one who had them. They didn't control the fact that they were born. They yeah. didn't, you know, they had nothing to do with that. That's what I mean by innocence. Yes, Jamila was an innocent, guys. She didn't deserve it mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Jamila's family actually requested that the case just be put to rest as soon as possible. Yeah. And they were happy with the guilty pleas and how the prosecution handled the case. Jamila's mom, her name is Sandra Meyer, said, quote, I believe in putting justice in God's hands. Mm. And that's our case for this week. I told you it wasn't a very long one, but it was fucking awful. That was too much. Yeah. That was a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, but people like that are in this world. So hide your kids. Yes. Hide your wives. And your best friend may be coveting your life. So if you see things that are iffy and fishy, don't just let them pass, mm -mm. okay? Address mm -mm. them. Yeah, and get the hell out of Dodge. Seriously. Yeah, because people will clearly take your life over something so out of your own control. <laughs> Like, what? You're mad at my womb, so you kill me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If <laughs> I'm like, what type of... <laughs> okay. Well, you guys know what you tuned into, so yeah. yeah there you have There's it. some dark shit over here. Uh, to see pictures associated with this case, you can check us out at Instagram at Black True Crime Podcast. And yeah, that's all I have to say this time. I hope you had an amazing time here, even though you're probably traumatized. I am. <laughs> and we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. You have a right to kill me. I have a right to do that. But you have no right to judge me. <laughs>